Hey everybody, I'm Corey. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get. Welcome back to Action Action, the podcast that watches all the action movies. Hello, and welcome back to Action. What the fuck? You're messing up my shit. Hey, welcome back to Action Action, the no, podcast no, no. that watches all the action no, movies. No, 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 no. This is my, oh, right. this is my this is episode. Uh, hey oh. Lumineers episode? Hey. Oh. Okay, let's go. Well, I already started, but... Oh. <laughs> All right. James is a pretty big Lumineers fan. Yeah. Hey! Throw a, Ho! Throw a clap in there somewhere. I didn't even know that was a Lumineers song. Ba, ba, so. ba, 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 ba. Me neither. Ba, 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 Who's the real fan? <laughs> All right. I remember you. Shut up. You remember me. <laughs> I thought that was Mumford and Sons. I don't know. They I don't listen be, to the radio. I, I'm pretty sure. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? <laughs> I'm not over here listening to the Fox. <laughs> like some people. Fuck, man. We should all turn it to the Fox and we'll have a giant radio. <laughs> hey, okay. hey, hey. The Fox rocks. Okay? Hey. It does. The Fox does rock. Is it still around? Oh. I think so. Oh, okay. Hey. They play like Imagine Dragons and stuff. <laughs> I remember you. Okay. You remember me. Welcome back to Action Action, the podcast that watches all the action movies. We put them on our list. Uh, that's getting larger. <laughs> We're a part of the BFOP network. Um, you know, check them out. There's other shows. There's other shows. <laughs> um, anyways, we watched... Uh, Your name is James. Uh, just wait. We hey. watched a fantastic flick that we oh, we boy. all... I think we all loved, actually. <laughs> Oh called uh, Hell Riders. I'm looking at the uh, Vinegar Syndrome release. Um, beautiful, beautiful it, packaging. It's a nice hardback yeah. slip cover. Um, I double think, artwork. I think uh, we'll get into it. But this is this is where a cover misleads you into thinking it's amazing. I mean, to be fair, that is the classic VHS way. Right? Totally. They wanted to get you to rent something. Look at this fucking yeah, but vinegar syndrome really fucking pulled a like a Scientology here, right? <laughs> like you're buying something that's super expensive that's actually worthless. And it actually wasn't no that way, expensive. man. That's not worthless. No, it's, it's out of print now. It's out of print. Go, you could probably go sell it on eBay for mm-hmm. seventy bucks or something. Yeah, this is five twenty four out of three thousand copies, John. Oh, can yeah. I have it? Yeah, man. Yeah, you can have it. Okay, this is my copy now. <laughs> yeah, serious. So I can keep this forever. You can sell it on yeah, eBay. You can keep it forever. <laughs> I'm gonna well, I'm gonna betroth it. Anyways, you know, my name's James. I'm uh, joined by uh, my co-host John. Hey, and Dustin. <laughs> oh, 
You guys are lame. <laughs> hey, man, you were talking. I talk- never said otherwise, okay? All, all that happened was you were talking about how much you love the Lumineers. I wasn't saying shit about the Lumineers. <laughs> you said how much I you I don't even, them. I can't even name a Lumineers song. Then why do you know what we're talking about? <laughs> because you went on saying that I was a Lumineers fan, and I'm like, I don't even know what, James, yeah. I remember you. You remember you, me. You remember me. What the fuck, guys? <laughs> I don't know what's happening today. We're in a bit of a silly mood, apparently. Well, I think we're going to need to be to get through this episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, Well, luckily, you know, I'm back on the sauce. Per- okay. <laughs> All right. Lubricate the process here. <laughs> so, hopefully, you guys watched a lot of things. I'm looking at you, John, <laughs> so that we can drag this on. So, I why read, don't we start with John? I read some comics. Yeah, that's you've yeah. been into the comics. Again, thing. Uh, I don't know if I talked about this before. I read Something's Killing the Children. You did bring those up, yeah. Uh, I've been reading. Uh, I started reading the. I, I owned the some of these. I owned like I owned Something's Killing the Children. I owned a bunch of the first issues, um, and then I read a bunch of the trades. And then uh, like I owned the. How do I put this? I bought a bunch of issues. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you do this, Dustin. I buy a lot of comics. And then don't necessarily read them. And then, like, years <laughs> later, I'll be like, I'm going to buy the paperback, trade paperback. <laughs> Even though you have, like, the first, like, 20 issues. Yeah, yeah. So I did that with uh, Last House, sorry, uh, The Nice House on the Lake and uh, Something's Killing the Children. Both really, really good. Um, I really, really like them a lot. Uh, also, like, how they. Yeah, anyway, they're both good. Um, and then I started reading, I just got a. Kira. Oh, yeah. Wow. Which I'm pretty excited to read. Um, I read this other one, though, uh, by Chip Z- Zdarsky. Zdarsky? Uh, called, um, called Newburn. It's kind of cool. It's kind of like this, like, this dude who's like, he used to be a cop, but now he works kind of like as a private detective, but like a private detective for the, the, the different crime families. Okay. So like he works for the Yakuza or he works for like whoever. It's it's pretty interesting. It's kind of it's kind of cool. Um, yeah. So I like that. But I read a bunch of other comics. Can't really remember. I did watch one thing though that I want to talk about. Mm. Oh, sorry. My wife started watching a show called Manifest. Yeah. Why do I? Why did I heard of that? I don't know. Is what that it, the plane? Yeah. What if you took everything that was interesting about Lost? Oh, and then put it into a, a. This is like a network show. Yeah, right? and then put it into a CW quality show. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds okay. pretty good. This show sucks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. She's still watching it. I'm like, wait, is this gonna get better? She's like, I hope so. <laughs> this is gonna plunge ahead. Um, that show she should have asked my what wife. What about La Brea? I think she watched it. Guess should have got on that La Brea action. The only thing I care La about La Brea is the closest I get to watching anything with La Brea is Encino Man <laughs> and Denver the Last Dinosaur. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I started watching Andor. Oh, he did. I watched the first episode. Andor. Oh shit! Now I'm the only one left out in the cold here. You're pathetic, Dustin. <laughs> this show fucking rules. Yeah, I gotta watch and, this. I mean, like you know me, Dustin. Like, you don't care about Star Wars. I don't give cuck. a shit. <laughs> Total cock. Total cock. Love Lumineers watching my fan. wife get fucked in front of me <laughs> by somebody else. By the Lumineers. <laughs> That's <laughs> by the Lumineers. By the Lumineers. And they go, hey, hey, <laughs> ho. 
<laughs> I'm like, what are you talking Fuck, about? Fuck, man, that's gross. <laughs> uh, so I got my cock because I watched mm-hmm. I, the yeah. cuckling. <laughs> anyway, Andor rules. It's a great show. I'm excited to watch it. I'm going to watch the first episode again with my wife. Um, because I think that she might actually enjoy it. I think we have to. We have a new rule where you have to say it in the Borat voice when you say My it. wife. There we go. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's great. It's fun. James has been like it's pumping good. this. I saw a headline today. I don't want to give anything away in case anybody else hasn't watched Andor. Um, Fuck him. Apparently this... <laughs> is it the latest episode, James? Yeah, it's episode 10. Yeah, apparently it is like the next level quality television like it is so good yeah the finale so far so there's 12 episodes oh there's 12 episodes yeah so so there's two more episodes but throughout this whole first season it's just like you honestly don't know where it's going and then every step of the way you're like okay interesting like i wonder how they're Mm -hmm. gonna get out of this or this is gonna work or whatever and it just yeah, the the latest episode, episode ten, was very like, holy fuck! Wow. Okay, I'm I'm so ready to watch this. I just gotta convince Jean that it's time to start it. She's been she's been putting me off. She wants to watch House Hunters all the time. <laughs> house Hunters? Is it yeah, House Hunters or House International? House International. Oh, International. Okay. Well, I get it. No, I don't. <laughs> oh, we watch it all the time. I enjoy it, but. So were they like moving to another country yeah, and then yeah. they're like, they're gonna moving eat to a lot of peaches. Denmark, they're moving to Sweden, they're, they're going to eat a lot of peaches. <laughs> oh, okay. Peaches come in a can. They were put right. there by a man, you know, I because. <laughs> so. Dustin, I'm sorry. It, there's a horse and it's dead and you keep hitting it. <laughs> oh, we're going to keep going. <laughs> we're not there yet. Hey. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, I would say put down the... Put down the house hunters, house hunters. Pick up the Andor. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I so anyway, I don't have it. much more to say. So I watch that. And I do have to say, watching Andor one episode a week, mm-hmm. I feel this this like show. Um, it's a huge huge advantage in watching it that way, as opposed to just binging it. Personally, okay. yeah. But okay. But, you know, now you can binge it because, you know, you didn't fucking start it <laughs> when it came out. So Fucking loser. Anyways, Dustin. Okay, well, let's see. I uh, I mentioned the Tales from the Territories last time we were recording. Yeah. Uh, this new show on Vice about the old territory days of wrestling. Every episode kind of covers a different one. I caught up on all those. There's been five, I think, so far. Uh, yeah, pretty fun, really interesting, good guests and f- just crazy stories. The second episode was entirely focused on the Jerry Lawler, uh, Andy Kaufman oh, yeah. angle that they did. Uh, so that was pretty f- interesting to listen to because they had Jerry Lawler on and ta- talking all about it and how long they actually like kept it secret that that was all fake and stuff. So um, it was all fake? Yeah, yeah, like, but like, so they go into like some of the history, like him, you know, when he slapped uh, slapped him on Letterman and stuff like that, and how that wasn't really planned. Like, Kaufman had suggested it to him, and he was like, "We can't do that. Like, they're just gonna kick us off the show and stuff." But then, in the moment, the way like they were egging each other on in a certain way, and he just decided to do it. So, so, lo- so, so he like gave Kaufman the look, like, 
okay, I'm gonna like I'm gonna do it, and then yeah, it was like all that stuff was fake. Wow, I I <laughs> didn't know until just now that that wasn't fake. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I thought like he actually snapped. Yeah, and and Lawler talks about how like later on he met Andy Kaufman's parents like after he had passed away and stuff, and they were like, oh, we hated you for years, and, like we didn't understand that this was not like a real <laughs> thing and stuff because he never even told us. I, I think they have like. Um Dark Side of the Ring. Don't they have an episode on? I think it, did it come up? It might have come up, but this is like com- entirely focused. Right, this one episode, right. but they do. There's one on Stampede Wrestling with you know Bret Hart's uh, dad, Stu Hart, and his promotion that he ran in Calgary and stuff. So the the movie uh, that you know Jim Carrey, the documentary, yeah, Man he, on the Moon, <laughs> yeah, but when like when he was making it's yeah, oh yeah, right, I forget yeah. what it's called. Um, they talk about that and the, like the, the behind the scenes of when they're filming those scenes with Jerry Lawler in the movie mm-hmm. Man on the Moon, and how Jim Carrey was acting like crazy, right? Like, Being and, like a dickhead, and yeah. Stuff. And Jerry Lawler's like, he was Kaufman was never like this. We were in on it together, right? <laughs> so, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I think, but the thing is, until Lawler had written about it in a book, in his book or whatever, nobody knew behind the scenes, like really what what was actually being, you know, what was arranged and all that stuff. Right. But it's a fun. It's a fun angle because like the whole thing going back with like Kaufman, the whole idea was that he would wrestle women, women yeah, and, and beat them all, all the time. And apparently, like the women he would pick from the crowd were not plants or anything, oh. and they would like. He would like release, you know, wrestle them and <laughs> beat them. So the crowd just was like got, you know, this a lot of heat for him. Like they just hated him and stuff. So then, then. So speaking of the um, the Hart family, have you heard of the new A twenty four film uh, with uh, Zac Efron? Yeah, about the Von Erichs. The Von right? Erichs. Mm-hmm. So like, there's like images that are coming out now. Yeah, I've seen a couple. It of looks. Them. Yeah, he is beefed up. <laughs> yeah, to play Carrie Von Eric. It it looks pretty fucking like stylized. Like, it looks cool. Yeah, I, ho- I hope it's good. It looks cool so far from what I've seen. This is one where I've seen the stills, James, and it looks good. Oh, sweet, <laughs> uh, we, awesome. Uh, uh, we've seen the stills and we're voting. Yes. <laughs> I also watched a few episodes of that new Guillermo del Toro. Um, Cabinet of Curiosities. I've seen two on Netflix. Okay, you've seen two. I've watched three. Apparently, the third one is the best one. Third one was the best one so far, for sure. Yep. Uh, I thought the first two were were enjoyable enough. For I enjoyed the first two. Yeah. I thought they were really fun. Yeah, they were fun. Um, the rats. Are yeah, yeah, the rats in the graveyard. Gross. <laughs> funny. Um, and then the lot thirty six with uh, Tim Blake Nelson. That Tim Blake Nelson good. is man. He's re- he's really great. He is so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think the last thing I really watched him in was uh, was The Watchmen. Oh yeah, yeah. He pops up every night. He was in the the um, Ballad of Buster Scruggs too, as I recall. The Coen Brothers that was on Netflix. Um, but he pops up anyway, every once in a while. But was he in The Watchmen? No, wait. No, the he was TV wasn't. show. Oh yes, he was in the TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was him. Yeah. yeah. He's great. He's Rorschach. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's right. Uh, well. Was it, wait, was he? Is he Rorschach? No, he's like a like word. He's a he's kinda. a Rorschach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I watched was Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Oh yeah, I watched uh, that too. I've been pushing off. I'm probably gonna watch it this weekend with my kids. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know if your kids will get much out of it, but. 
Oh, I thought it would be a fun movie for like. They might. I, I hard to say because it doesn't like. Yeah, my kids were not really not interested. <laughs> like, who the fuck is this guy? I thought it was really fun. Really stupid. <laughs> it's very stupid. Very fun. It's fun though. Like that's all I care about. It's just yeah. I, I had I had a really I had a really good time watching it. It's yeah. like it feels like a non mean spirited nice. So, well, all these people now are going on about how it's so mean to Madonna or whatever. Shut but. the fuck up. <laughs> I was like, well, seriously? Who like, cares? <laughs> I've seen a couple articles that are like, oh, this. why is it so mean to Madonna? You know who needs to be protected right now? <laughs> Madonna. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Like, you think Madonna gives a shit? <laughs> um, and then there was that funny, did you guys see that, um, th- that tweet from Weird Al? Like, somebody had messaged him and was like hey where can i watch this in australia because like the roku thing doesn't work and then al tweeted back and he was like sorry there's vpn very probably no way you can watch this legally i'm sure you have a torrent of questions but i have to go now (laughs) 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 but yeah i enjoyed the weird the weird movie what do you think of it james yeah, I really liked it. I didn't know what to expect. Um, it's it's played straight, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's what's hilarious about it. Um, I mean, definitely reminiscent of like Walk Hard, the John C. Riley yeah. yeah. thing, where it's spoofing music biopics, and but just the whole idea of it because it, nothing of it is anything of what actually happened with Weird Al. <laughs> just everything is so dumb, like the his the accordion stuff, like. Yeah, I so I did. I he writes "Eat It" before Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, writes before Michael it. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did actually watch some interviews with him before I watched the movie. Yeah, and so there's there's like some truths in there, but like right. they're like obvious ones, right? Like there was actually a door to door salesman that that's oh, how yeah. he actually got. <laughs> Got Did it. his father beat him? Did <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not in this house? <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, I mean, I I liked it. I enjoyed it. I didn't know what to expect. I was never a really big Weird Al fan, so well, he was a big deal to me as a kid. Yeah, so I even went and saw him uh, live a few years back. <laughs> yeah, I remember, and you said it was like the show was pretty amazing like, oh yeah it was super fun i had on I, I, it was a thing where i had to leave so i missed some of the encore or whatever but oh okay all right james though what did you watch all right well i watched adam's family too <laughs> oh yeah yep so adam's family values the, the cartoon the cartoon, oh, the cartoon. yeah oh, yeah disappointing sorry <laughs> uh and it was good the kids liked it um i watched a movie that i actually turned off because I, I couldn't watch the rest of it because I hated it so much. Was it and it wasn't was this it movie. It wasn't Hell Riders. <laughs> I forced myself to watch the rest of Hell Riders. It was a 2001 movie called Heist. Oh, okay, with Gene Hackman? Yeah, with Gene Hackman. It was just so bad. I just... It was a David Mamet one, as I recall. It is a David Mamet one. Yeah. It, I just felt like... It was the one where it was like just like constant reveals and twists. Yeah, like, and it just... It's not well done maybe it was like john i was talking to john about it maybe it was back then i can't recall what i really thought of it when it came out but but now it's just like you can totally see everything that's right happening it's all like telegraphed or yeah and the lines are just 
not good at all. Yeah. I don't think all Mammoth so one, stuff is like... is No, no, it doesn't all hit. And sometimes, I think, is that one of the ones he directed himself? I think so. I find those uh, those ones are usually not as good as yeah, the ones he just so wrote, like Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross or whatever, you know? I was telling James, though, that like for years I heard about um, The Spanish Prisoner. Oh, I like that movie. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. And I, I finally watched it, and then I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But, like, I was expecting it to, like, completely blow my mind. Right. And it was just like, oh. <laughs> All right. I guess I watched this movie and... I remember fine. really liking that one when it came out. But um, it was sort of, I don't know, like, it was in a period of... A, I feel like there was, like, a lot of movies kind of in that vein coming out where it was, like... You know, uh, either like unreliable narrator was a big thing at that point. Um, and then we kind of have kind of, you know, when you watch, you go back and you watch stuff now, like James is talking about watching this heist and it's like, okay, but we've seen all this stuff now. You can't, you almost can't go back and appreciate it for what it was. You can, it's, or it's hard. To it do. is hard to, and it's like, I understand like the, there's probably a visceral reaction by a lot of people to be like, what do you mean? Like, movies weren't good then. I'm like, not, yeah, it, I'm not it, even it, saying that. No, no, I'm not saying that either. I'm just saying, like, I. this is taking all that into consideration. This is just being like, this movie just didn't hit. Mm-hmm. And now especially, it's just played out. Yeah. Oh, did I say that I watched, uh, and then not, and then there were none. Uh, shit. That's on the Nile. The Sam, I watched that. That movie sucked. <laughs> it's pretty mediocre. It's fucking. That movie is like, it's not even mid. The movie is, <laughs> the movie sucks. Um, I was the, okay with it. Yeah. It, <laughs> I mean, I didn't hate it, but it wasn't. I didn't good. hate it, but it it wasn't good. It was yeah. it was like a four TV. Movie. I would actually I would actually say mid, perfectly mid to me. I would anyway. say it's not. Um, no, the the new the Sam Rockwell. Oh, uh, is it the See How They Run? Yeah, I watched. Uh, I, I, watched I want to watch that. I started watching it. No. Oh no! Well, no. I'm gonna watch it. I saw somebody give it a gentleman six, <laughs> and I was like, "That is the." I've fair- seen generally favorable reviews. Yeah, for it. And I say a gentleman six is the most favorable review you can get. Like hmm. it's just like, yes. It looked like a fun little quaint thing, like a. It. Gets to it's up its Christie own inspired, right? dick hole. Okay. <laughs> Christie inspired. Yeah. Christie's in the movie. Yeah, I know. I started watching it. I got five minutes in. I was like, oh, I got to watch this with, with Jean, with my wife. I'd love to know. I'd love to know her opinion of the film. Um, I will report she back. She is by far the most Christie sure. expert I know. So I'd like to have her opinion. She's hardcore. She doesn't even want to watch those Brana ones. <laughs> I would love her opinion on... Death on the Nile in particular. She I, hasn't watched it, I don't think. Because I think Brana's portrayal of Poirot is absolute trash. He's, he's not he's not Poirot at all. He doesn't act like him. He doesn't look like him. But they, they, also, they also change the character. Yeah, he does. Like he, Suddenly he's like a man of action. They do this stupid origin story for his mustache. Yeah. Like, but yeah. Like, so also, dumb. he's like, like, they talk about his love life, which yeah, yeah, I, I haven't read all of the novels. He has well, like he enough. has like one woman that he's interested in in the course of all the novels. Yeah, but they set in in Death on the Nile they set it up to be like this one woman mm-hmm. pretty much like created yeah him yeah. the myth. Yeah. And like 
who has a fucking it's very, it's legend just, it's for their mustache? It's just a complete Hollywood take on, on that stuff, I think right? I think it's awful. Yeah, it, it, I mean, there's a charm. Like, the movie looks good. It's got good-looking people. It's beautiful locations. It's watchable. It's just not... It just doesn't feel like what it is supposed to be representing. No, but, like, I would rather have a Sunday afternoon and just, like, act like a complete, like, trash monster and watch, like... um PBS's what's it like their midnight their like theater mm-hmm. where they like show like Agatha Christie like their version of Agatha Christie novels I'd rather watch those any day right then well from Christie to bikers <laughs> to bikers I'm sorry who's hosting this uh I am yeah so uh, so what's this guy doing you got a better segue James uh, let's hear it um from hey from, Dust, to... from Dustin's terrible transition <laughs> to this terrible movie, we watched Hellriders. Yeah, that, was, that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. All right. Well, Hellriders, 1984 movie, 90 minutes long. Um, can definitely find it on Tubi. A little nine, 90 minutes too long. It's out there on right? the tube. It's out there on the tube. Out of, uh, out of print vinegar syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. Special edition. A woman whose car breaks down in the desert finds herself, finds her way, <laughs> not herself. Finds herself. She finds this herself, is, actually. This, this is I mean, actually, yeah, maybe. Actually, can... she. This is, this is a little bit of, uh, uh, what's, the, what's that movie that came out when we were, uh, uh, oh, oh, there was like when the Whoopi Goldberg's in it, waiting to exhale. <laughs> This is the way to exhale for, for Ginger from fucking Gilligan's Island. That's uh, who it is, by the way. Yeah. Oh, uh, a woman whose car breaks down in the desert finds her way to an abandoned town where she is menaced by a gang of psycho bikers. Menaced, sexually assaulted, you know. Um, there well, is I mean, so much fucking sexual assault in this movie. She's a two-bit Vegas hooker, so <laughs> right as the sheriff tells her. Uh, two-bit. She's a two hundred dollar. Two hundred. She's high she's class. She's a two. Oh, she's a high class. Hooker. She's a high. Like he Think implies, about that. That's nineteen eighty-four dollars. He implies that's that like she, eighty thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> he he pretty much implies that you could buy a house or have sex with her. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those I mean, two. I was lost in the story. I must have missed that. <laughs> uh, this movie, like, I, I don't know. I bought this movie when I bought um, two other movies. Uh, mm-hmm. Action USA. And, Which we did on the show as well. Yeah, and the Cynthia Rothrock movie. Oh, yeah, the martial law. Yeah, martial law. Yeah. And so this one was just like an extra... Yeah, it, it was it like a di- it was like a discounted one. right. Okay, I I understand why. <laughs> now I understand now. why. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I maybe I would have watched it on Tubi just based on the cover art. Yeah, alone. the cover art is is wonderful. Okay, let me stop for a second. Uh-huh. Yes, you would have watched it on Tubi. <laughs> it's not. It's not do a you question. understand how much stuff is on Tubi? Though? I do, but I do know that as soon as you saw that cover art. On Tubi, if you had to come it's across great. it, both you, both sides are wonderful. You definitely would have watched it. Yeah, I definitely would have. And you would have like stuck it through. Mm-hmm. Well, you just have to, to just to say <laughs> that you finished it. Yeah, 
but you kind of have to. A smarter man would have cut their losses. I mean, first I'll give it up to Vinegar Syndrome in terms of in terms of packaging and the presentation of this film. They did a fantastic job. Like, this is beautiful. If if you're a collector, and for some reason you wanted to own Hellriders, you know this is as good as it's going to get. It's beautiful. Well, it, I kind of in watching this movie and knowing that Vinegar Syndrome put it out, I I question. What is the process of determining whether just if they get their hands on something, they're like, fuck, we could turn yeah, this sure. around. Like, and there's probably make- a lot of these movies that they get for pretty cheap, right, to, to the rights to them. Um, like nobody else was interested in putting this out. But there are, you know, a lot of cult movie people that will buy anything, you know, labels like Vinegar yeah. Syndrome or Severin or right. Blue Underground, on, whatever. Yeah, you see them on Reddit. I used to follow Vinegar Syndrome like on Reddit. Like they were like my in my feed mm-hmm. and like fucking people will sp- just people drop go to thousand dollars really the things happening right now was like they have sales all the time too and yeah. it's like people buy like i think 20 they have, movies at a time yeah i think yeah. they have a package where you can buy dinger syndrome has an as a subscription subscription yeah. oh okay yeah. Yeah. so the same thing happens though i've realized now i i started expanding my reddit because i'm like this shit sucks um, <laughs> you got into that mega, yeah. So I'm now I'm on the Donald, yeah. Um, <laughs> some other DeSantis, uh, Pierre Polyev, big fan. Whew, that guy, that Lit, guy's got some boxes. ideas. Got some ideas, guys. <laughs> um, but like, I saw a person today post on on graphic novels, mm-hmm. and they said my latest haul, and they posted a photo on. Of like what they bought, mm-hmm. and it is over. A, it has to be over a thousand dollars worth of comics oh, yeah. that they bought. Yeah. It is like eight hard. Like it is like eight, not like like not the tr- like cheap, omnibuses, and omnibuses stuff. Yeah, of yeah. like one book. Yeah, and it's like there was like fifty. And those are novels. like two hundred bucks a pop. Yeah. kind of thing. And I was like, holy fuck! Like this person spent. So much money, and I think there's psychopaths <laughs> who fucking sit there and like, like it's like, you know, prison brides, fucking un- in heat, and they, they <laughs> prison, <laughs> prison brides. Well, I know for a fact this is true because I'm, you know, I'm on a, a Facebook. Group. Wait, you have that? No, no, yeah, I'm on a Facebook group for grind, uh, grindhouse, and exploitation movies and stuff. And yeah, people post their hauls all the time. It's like. Oh, had that went to got the vinegar syndrome sale, yeah. and it's like here's forty Blu-rays that I just picked up Holy or whatever. And it's like, I guess if you have just people got disposable yeah. income, apparently I don't know yeah. where, where they get it, and I'd like them to tell me. <laughs> well, they're not well, getting their dick sucked. Well, I think we all splurge on different things. Sure, I guess for that's, sure. Everyone's got their their yeah. thing or whatever. But I am so, paying for prostitutes to suck my dick. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so but aside from the packaging, into the movie we got Adam West as a doctor. Yeah, I didn't Why? even know he was in it. Why is he in this movie? <laughs> he's the only actor in the film. No, he's not. Uh, well, Tina Louise is the ginger. Uh, yeah, ginger, as you just told us from from Gilligan's Island. So I don't know if you noticed. Uh, so I looked up while watching this movie because I was so fucking bored. If there was any trivia, there's only one trivia. <laughs> what is it? And uh, it's. They Adam West committed suicide after <laughs> he was in this movie. <laughs> no, he was only there f- to film one day. Sure, yeah. And it was ten grand for each of them uh, to be in this movie. And if you notice, all so 
all the close up is him and all the the panned out stuff yeah. is a body double right yeah and you can obviously mm-hmm. notice. especially you know you might not have noticed on the in the vhs days but you definitely notice with these cleaned up blu-rays yeah it's so funny like watching some of the old movies cleaned up and you're just like oh there's the wires or like yeah oh that background doesn't it's obviously like a, you know a, a matte painting that's like really obvious now but uh that's you know the downside of making these movies look so nice yeah but um remastered perfectly clear yeah, now, four, like, like let's put this out in 4k i'm like does this need to be in 4k <laughs> little guys do we need the garbage pail kids movie in 4k uh <laughs> so <laughs> so i think what you're supposed to get from this gang is the hell riders were a part of this other gang but they're too crazy yeah, well, okay, so there's two biker gangs at the beginning, and the one guy is, like, trying to bring... What's his name? Snake? Snake. Snake with the, the Snake is the leader of the Hellriders. The teeth, you get blacker and then get less black, <laughs> depending on where you're watching it in the movie. That was the least of my concerns. Um, but, yeah, so they have that kind of infighting where they're like, I guess they want to be one big gang, or, like, they think there'd be an advantage to all being together, but then the other, the other gang leader is like, no, Snake, you're fucking crazy man you're too crazy like, snake and then the guy's like i could be the leader of this gang look how tough i am and the other guy's like punch punch <laughs> well that's the other thing is that they fight each other they all fight the time each other all that, yeah, that's what i don't understand about the hell riders because they're the fucking they, three stooges of fucking biker gangs i would say uh knock knock i would yeah, the say preacher is my favorite the guy with a confederate soldier him. hat oh yeah preacher oh my god oh he's should have been played by dennis hopper <laughs> that would have been way more interesting <laughs> Snake no, cutting my hand you know, off. It should have been played by. It should have been played by fucking what's his name, um, Casper. Is it Ka- not Casper Van Dien? <laughs> the guy who, who the guy who was millennial. Yeah, millennial. Remember what? the the Fox TV show Millennial? Oh, Lance Henriksen. It should that have been Lance. Henriksen. Well, he's already been in a couple <laughs> yeah, biker yeah. movies, but it should have been him. <laughs> yeah, I would have. I would have fucked with that for sure. Uh, or even like, um, oh, I don't know. I had someone else in my neck. I lost it, but. I don't know. The, obviously, there's not. They weren't shelling out for big name actors here. But you got Adam West. You got Batman as a, you know, sixty year old doctor beating up bikers. Uh, so you get that. So and so he's the doctor of the town. You got and the he's, sheriff. He's who's the a hero. Piece of shit. <laughs> Which most sheriffs. So that's accurate. Well, he's a sheriff. So yeah, he's a piece of shit. Yep. So that tracks. Um, so that's one of the better parts of the movie. Cool. What else is going on in this movie? Well, you got all these townspeople, and like there isn't there isn't really a plot, right? Like there is no actual plot or goal or so, main character or I mean, I guess Tina Louise is the main character. She's, I do she, believe, her car breaks down and she ends up in this town trying to get it fixed. And yeah, I do believe I have an argument for the end of this episode <laughs> to why this movie is possibly genius. Oh my god! Okay can't wait to hear it uh you do get that okay so this is an abandoned town that is full of people i guess is it abandoned i don't think it's abandoned i think it's supposed to just be so i think this town town that's obviously a set yeah i think this town is supposed to be just like a small town the same way actually if you think about it um that uh sons of anarchy Right. It's just like a small town. It's just a small town. A I mean, a lot of people don't know that, but Sons of Anarchy is based on this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in the town, there's there's this talk about the wet, uh, 
a wedding, a wedding coming up. Right? Yeah, the sheriff's daughter is going to is going to by the way the way he treats his oh. daughter. Uh, by the way the daughter I believe is one of the three writers of this movie. And right, okay, you were saying that. Yeah, this You look it up, Dustin. This sheriff's like, "Hey, to the um the garage owner, what what's that guy's name?" Doesn't matter. Doesn't oh, matter. Uh, Joe. Joe. He's the one that's marrying the daughter. He's the Joe. He's the yeah. he's the fifty five year old man that's marrying. Yeah. He, this, hey, this, hey, Joe. The uh, one the one she's in the back. You should go uh, check check her out and go see. And then he's like in the back and feeling up the other girl. Yeah, like and that, does that dad just want his daughter to be sexually assaulted? It seems like it. Yeah. He seems. Cool. He thinks it's hilarious. He's like. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, this is good old Sheriff Jim Bates. <laughs> um, yeah, there's like the ta- the interactions are. Oof. There's not I, so here's the problem that's going to happen is that there's not a really a good way to talk about the film because it's it's so inconsistent. It's also so uh, like random storylines that they uh, start. And you don't are right, stop. by the way. The one of the actresses in the movie is one of the writers of the movie. As yeah. Well. Um, it just goes. It goes nowhere. Nothing goes anywhere. Yeah, like as I'm saying, there's there's no real plot. Like there's no real like. Oh, the bikers are hoping to achieve this, yeah. or they want to take over the town. It's not even. It's just nothing. It's just chaos. It's like, okay, the bikers are here and they're gonna beat people up. They're gonna wreck businesses. They're gonna assault women and rip their clothes off that, and rape them and but whatever. That's actually only. They're gonna. But okay, so here's the thing though: is that. Like that just kind of happens about, for two for an hour and a half. Right? No, but that's only actually about ten minutes of the movie. You think so? I thought there was a lot no, of that stuff. There is that. So it's it's the the main biker conflict is ten minutes of the movie, and then a giant space, and then half an hour. Yeah, there's so, a lot of like riding their bikes on a dirt yeah, road. Yeah, sure, with a car beside them and, and whatever. Then and then there's but then there's like the fighting between themselves. No, no, no. There's the oh, let's not forget about the husband and wife who are on vacation that that stop. The there. guy's taking Polaroids. He's taking pictures of the bikers fighting and it's he's right sex- beside them. Yeah, it's sexual assaults and violence and then they terrorize a town for 10 5 minutes. Yeah. And then it's more Driving around in the desert. Man, if that ter- was only five minutes, it was the longest five minutes was, of my life. Because only- honestly, I thought there was like an hour worth of bikers beating people. No, up there footage. wasn't. No, there was like- a lot of like dead air. It's five. It's like five minutes. <laughs> it just goes blank. On the <laughs> it screen. just goes blank. It should. It should have been like. South, it should have been. It should have been. Uh, sorry. Um. Um. SpongeBob SquarePants. Like. Like. Like five hours later, and then it just pops up, and it's just like, okay, now they're angry at the town, and they're going to come back. I guess. I mean, you guys are just shaking your heads. I I, I don't. I'm not shaking my head because I don't I think know what you're wrong. Say. No, because like there's I'm just, just shaking my head. There's nothing to talk about. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot to talk about. There's like a lot of fist fights. Can I bring up something interesting um, that I noticed? I think I noticed. I don't know if it's true or not. Okay, do you guys remember the very very famous Star Trek original series fight? That happens between whoever the captain is. Kirk? Kirk. Fucking Captain Kirk. Come on, don't pretend you don't know. No, no, no. (laughs) Trust me, you think that I would have feigned (laughs) ignorance there? It happens between Captain Kirk and like another, I think, think maybe a... An alien? An alien green-headed like lizard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you guys remember that fight? Yeah. Yeah. That's the same rock that's in this movie, I'm pretty sure. 
Oh yeah. When they're like, oh, when she's chasing, he's like Snake is chasing her. Yeah, and they're always at the end. I'm pretty sure that's the exact same. And then what? What a like anticlimactic end for Snake. Like Snake is killed by his own men. Well, sort of. Yeah. I mean, he falls off that cliff and he's holding on, and then they're just like, "Bye, Snake," and like knock him off or whatever. But like. It's like there was you were you were waiting to kind of see at least you're gonna see like Adam West or Tina Louise are are gonna get the upper hand and somehow kill Snake this guy that's been terrorizing them for the whole movie yeah but no he just falls off a cliff and he's not he's a non-issue and then the rest of the bikers are the ones they have to take out with a huge shootout no but he dies. he dies just before the shootout yeah he dies before the climax of the film but he dies. Well, he, uh, <sighs> <laughs> he he just is not he's not part of the outcome of the film. It's Why like, is that one girl pregnant? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even remember what girl's pregnant. So there's one. There's these two blonde waitresses. Yeah. Who both like we see them in their bras earlier. I don't know if you see them. Oh yeah, yeah. And then the, the one oh. says, "I got a better figure than her" because we haven't even talked about the one biker well, who yeah. has a naked woman on a chain that okay. he takes around I, everywhere. Yeah, that's, that's the, the preacher. That's, yeah. I was very uncomfortable with all of that. Um, what? <laughs> what? But the the chain? Or? This is con- <laughs> this was consensual chaining. <laughs> I think it might have been, but um, so the. There's these two women. Okay, yeah, so the waitresses. Okay, yeah, okay, two waitresses. So the sheriff's daughter is going to get married. Yeah. She's like 20. And she's going to get married to like... She doesn't want to marry Joe, but the sheriff's like, but, oh, you're going to do it. By gum, she's going to do it. Yeah. The 50-year-old. And these two... Um, <laughs> yeah. It's not, not a lot of options in this town. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. Now I get it. Okay. So then these two waitresses, these two blondes... They're like, I'd fuck Joe. Or like, I'd fuck Joe. Yeah, may- maybe he's he's 60, but like, I'd get that. Deal. Not a lot. Of, like I said, not a lot of options in this town. <laughs> yeah. They all could leave. <laughs> no. They are, in, they are in Southern California. No, no, no. Um, the, if you're can. from that beautiful town, so, you don't want to. Well, the one wanna. chick wants to join the biker gang. <laughs> for a second, she does. For, yeah, for a second. Yeah, until they smack her around and like, you know, rip her clothes off and stuff. Well, and then the, the woman, uh, the, the husband and the woman who are in town with the photos, they get murdered later. So, do they the, die? Snake stabs the woman to death and they close the, the hood of the car on the husband until he's dead. Yeah, and then they start the car and rev it. Oh, yeah. wow. I think I walked away from that scene. <laughs> oh, you missed the highlight. I missed that. <laughs> I also, so two people also die. They're fucking in a van. Yeah. Yes. They There's die. a car crash. Yeah, they die. That was actually the only impressive stunt I thought in the film when that car that car crashed into that van. Um, it looked pretty good. Uh, well, like the problem, and there's many problems, problem. but the, the but, one the one problem. But I think the biggest problem is what is the goal of the biker gang? Yeah, they don't have. There is no stated goal or anything. There's just they just want to fuck shit up. All they the they want to fight each other and kill everyone and sexually assault people and then kill each but other. That, I mean, but but that, I'm like, what caused, their... did, the, did the bikers like somebody spike their their stew at their campsite with like angel dust. Stew? fucking angel <laughs> dust? Because the bikers right. have presumably been around for a while, but just now at this time they've decided 
to go absolutely fucking insane. Yeah, they're on PCP. <laughs> yeah, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> they go fucking buck wild. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're constantly pranking each other. <laughs> like, like, like by putting the one guy in a garbage can. <laughs> yeah. One guy's wearing... Also... These these are the gayest fucking movies. If I was a young gay boy, mm-hmm. like of my age, like now, I would have been renting these movies <laughs> because they're secretly so homoerotic, which is great. Like it's fine, <laughs> but it's like they're all these like. Uh, no, did you see all the boobies in this, John? <laughs> yeah, the boobs are not presented in a way in any way that makes the movie is not interested in this. <laughs> Okay, so there's a naked woman this entire film. Yeah. It is the least sexy, like, erotic thing I've ever seen. It like is just like. Because she looked like she was on horse tranquilizers or something? Yeah, yeah. it's like. Yeah. It, it's pretty much more like, like I don't know, like, I, I look at artists and I'm like, you know, it's like a very cliche thing in, like, TV and movies to be like, oh, here's a naked, uh, like, 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 person, like, you paint them, right? And it's like, how do you, like, see this beautiful naked person? Because they're always, like, these, like, guys or girls that are, like, these gorgeous, like, perfect things. And it's like, how do you, like, take all of, like, the, like, like that, that stuff you have in your head about, like, eroticism or whatever away? And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, like, whoever made this movie figured it out because they <laughs> did it to that girl. It's like, this is, like, just a human body. Right. Here's a human body on a leash. Well, because so you're nothing. saying it's a just sort of art project. Well, because it, it's it's presented in a way that she's just always naked. Always. So then you're just like, oh, she's just naked. So it's, it's just, not. That's just her. It's thing. not sexual at all. Yeah, you're like, oh, good job for you for being, I guess, thin. I mean, like if it's conventionally attractive body wise. Well, that the, waitress is jealous though. She says, "I have a better figure than her." Mm-hmm. The pregnant one. <laughs> Oh, she's. I think she's. Isn't she pregnant with, with Joe. Joe's yeah. baby? Yeah. There's. There's. She the implies sub, something. Mm-hmm. And then she's the one that marries him at the end, right? Yeah. Because at the end, you get that scene where he's like, "Oh, it's the same wedding. It's just a different bride." That guy it seems like he's from like the Andy Griffith show or something like that. There was the, the one good piece the of Andy acting. Andy Griffith show After Dark. Yeah. yeah. The one good piece of acting is when he says that and then the girl that was supposed to marry him has a look on her face like fuck. Like Jesus. <laughs> I was like that's the only realistic reaction I saw in the whole film. The, well, the, I think the most like a uh, abysmal part and I refuse to rate this movie um, <laughs> taking so, a stand no no, no I on. do I actually refuse to rate it I'm going to give it an overall rating of two when I when we get there but like it, it that's the highest that is the highest yeah. okay 1.5 whatever I give it. it it's not getting an actual rate I'm not going through and being like I <laughs> can't be bothered I'm not I'm not rating this fucking movie of the five things that we scale vinegar syndrome tricked me <laughs> they did a really good job they honestly did. They did yeah oh, they, they believe like, they uh, deserve to be like, cleaned it up looks nice capitalism I mean, it here's works. the thing. Here's the thing. We've done well, a bunch actually, of. We've done a bunch well, of. Doesn't. 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 Under capitalism. Oh boy. There is no ethic. There. There is no. Where's ethic. our old board that used to the, say no politics? Yeah, no politics. There is no ethical purchase, and I think this movie proves that. <laughs> this proves that. No, look, they. You know, 
they did what they had to do to sell it and you and you bought it james <laughs> and i bought it yeah um now i'm gonna give it away on instagram okay. i'm enough. keeping this forever i'm gonna want my what? kids oh, no you're not gonna want my watch kids it. i want my to kids watch to watch it <laughs> it'll be their favorite movie and they'll they'll be <laughs> winding the they'll buy it in the future um show my daughter but we've done a bunch of vinegar syndrome movies and we've had we've had pretty good luck. We enjoyed Action yeah. USA. The martial law movies were a hell of a lot more fun than this. Um, you know, so Action USA ruled. And we New York Ninja we just did recently and that was fun. So, you know, I appreciate the hell out of what they do and for the most part I'm interested in the stuff that they're putting out. Yeah. But anyone could buy this based on this art thinking this is going to be awesome, I, and I've got a pretty good track record with these guys. Well, yeah, based on the and movies then, you mentioned, I'm like, okay, this art is yeah, like killer art. So. Vinegar Syndrome, Criterion Collection, you are not. <laughs> well, no, but that's not what they're going for, right? Except at the same they're time, putting out schlock. At that's, the same time, Criterion Collection does have Armageddon. That's true. <laughs> is this the Armageddon Don't they have of Pearl the Harbor in Criterion Collection? My thing about the cover art is it has nothing to do with of course what not. happens but in the movie. That's the classic stuff. Like, it was the same with the VHS days. Yeah, like, I remember that Woman's Prison movie that mm-hmm. I saw, like, fucking every single time when I went to the video store. There was, like, this, like... Caged heat. Yeah, it was like, it was ca- <laughs> it was like that. Yeah, it was just one of those. Yeah. And, like, There's I, so many of them. I watched it. When There's so many like of them that there's an acronym for that genre is WHIP. Yeah, <laughs> women in prison. I watched that in my twenties, and I'm like, this is not in any way what I was promised. <laughs> <laughs> I could still probably rub one out though. <laughs> the views and opinions of Dustin Hicks are not the views and opinions of Action Action Podcast. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. There's not really much to talk about more, really. Yeah, I mean... mean, um, Not a fun movie to talk about. I I mean, the best it gets in terms of character interactions is Adam West and Tina Louise when they talk to each other. But that's not... They're both like, can you fucking believe... Yeah, that we're in this? That we're doing this right now. (laughs) I mean, and it's it's nothing to write home about, but it's just, you know, clearly two professional actors speaking to each other has more charm than anything else going on in the film. I did find it funny when the whole town is in the jail and yeah, then yeah. and then Adam West is using a, a broom handle and everyone's like, oh, okay. Oh, oh. And it's like, it's not a struggle you at all. You weren't gripped? You weren't gripped? It's not a struggle at all to get those keys. You weren't okay. into the suspense of yeah. that moment? Careful. Okay. Careful. So here's my thing. I do think there's a fun story here. Yeah. So it, let me let me let me just like pitch you my movie. Okay. Where you do have this town, okay, where like shit is happening. The the sheriff's daughter is getting married. Now you change that guy and you make him younger, not like crazy young, but you still make it like an uncomfortable marriage. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay? You still add the waitresses. Right, because all this cliche stuff that like it does actually kind of rule a little bit, because it's like yeah, I just want to watch this like dumb thing with these like cliches and like all that kind of stuff. So you can still have the whole waitress things like there's these like bimboy waitresses that are like you know, I'm not gonna say that these waitresses are smoke shows, but like that's what you're trying to portray. Mm-hmm. And then you do have this like violent biker gang that is on a mission of just like pure anarchy 
which is kind of really fun. Well, they should have uh, they should have worked the the priest guy, the father. There should have been an angle there where they were some kind of like religious cult of bikers, and he was guiding them to do some sort of ceremony where they're going to take over this town and yeah, perform a ritual that, or something crazy like that. That or could work. Could, or you could have had it being like more that there's this dynamic between the reverend and Snake where like They're Snake, fighting for control of the group or, or something. Or, we're like or he's just the right hand. Yeah, like Snake is in control, but like the reverend is possibly really in control. Oh, yeah, and, nobody, like and nobody using knows him that. Kind of, yeah. And then it could have gone like to the, they could have gone to this little tiny like sleepy town, fuck shit up, and something bad happens there. And then they have to flee and then come back. And then they terrorize the town. Cause like the, the, the structure actually makes sense. Cause for the last half hour, if it was just like the bikers straight terrifying that town and mm. like doing awful things. And then the citizens fighting back yeah. would have worked out really great for like a grindhouse film. Yeah, and I mean even that final shootout could have been fun in like a sort of Death Wish three. I do get shot six times. And I know, there's but no there's squibs. no, there's not a single squib. They don't even put any red paint on them or anything after mm-hmm. the fact. It would have been funny if they it's just very threw like, a bucket of paint on them. It's like an episode of A Team or something. Like there's no anything. So like. It, it's a, it is kind of a crazy shootout in terms of like how much is going on and how many people are shooting and getting shot. But then, it, you know, they obviously this obviously is a low budget thing, but to not throw any money towards some squibs there. Yeah, you really killed we, yourself. We spent ten thousand dollars on. I think you could have had you could have had like Joe who runs the garage working with the biker gang in like you know drug running or gun running but then they have this arrangement but joe's kind of like well you know i'm gonna get married he's trying to like pull out kind of a little bit but the biker gang like he loses control and then the biker gang goes fucking crazy on the town yeah there's like there's so many avenues you could have done i think this is a really great idea it's a well, great, sure, a crazy biker movie, and obviously they're going for like you know the the biker movies of the '60s and '70s, but there's just so little structure to this, to whatever they wrote here, and like we, already you guys are just throwing out a couple ideas off the top of your head that improve this movie, you know, tenfold, hundredfold. Yeah. So uh, it just feels like there wasn't a ton of effort put in even to the basic. No, but what, uh, what the other thing I really would have liked about this film if if the ending had to paid off is these storylines that went nowhere because i kind of like that like because like you're seeing the mundanity of like this town of like these people just going about their lives like you have sure but if that's there in addition to a central plot then that's one thing exactly that's what i'm saying (laughs) if if it had just been then it's just flavor it would have been cool to have like oh whatever happened to those two waitresses or like whatever happened to like this like that would have been kind of fun in a way of like you could do one of those, you know, rolls at the end of the film. Yeah, it's in the credits. It's in the credits. Barbie went off to... Yeah, be a senator. <laughs> she became a senator. She's changed her name to Marjorie Green, whatever. <laughs> Dustin, what does the board say? Oh, oh sorry. No politics. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, this movie, more than almost any of the other movies we've done needs rewrites yeah i mean yeah from the from the ground up and and like i say like 
we've had a good time with a lot of vinegar syndrome stuff and i'm sure we'll have a good time with more of their stuff in the future so i don't want to shit on them but like this has to be one of the worst movies we've done on the show which is saying something we've done some pretty bad movies yeah. over the years um but there's just not much you know usually you can find some kind of fun element or whatever like you t- but you look at a movie like hard ticket to hawaii which is a relatively low budget film as well man that movie that's a work hilarious. of genius yeah, that movie's hilarious so the thing is that this film is joyless yeah right and that's what it comes down to it just comes down to the fact this movie is just joyless yeah yeah that's there's a good no, way to put it there's no fun in it there's no like yeah there's nothing funny there's no, like a wacky character that you can laugh at there's like the bikers aren't fun because it's all played straight yeah like the bikers are like you know trying to rape everyone and there's and there's too much rape (laughs) and the rape is honestly me (laughs) honestly i think if you were gonna make if you're gonna make this movie better maybe there should be more rape (laughs) you gotta go one way or the other with this because if you go to the extreme if you go to the extreme then it's like Okay. This movie's out of control. Yeah, right. I, I get that. Like, what James, I get what you're saying. Or you would like, give it if, a more serious tone, I guess? Well, no, but because like, if you're going to shove violence down our throats, then what the audience is asking for at a certain point is like, then shove violence on the throat where it becomes like, like that's the whole point. The yeah, well, that's why like, like, I'm like, saying, like, a, so Death Wish 3, or those, you know, those movies. Okay, there is a, it always it's instigated by like a rape usually or a murder. And then you have an all out crazy war. But like in those movies, the gangs are fun, they're colorful crazy characters. You're you have these crazy <clears throat> battles and you're just you're wanting to watch them get gunned down and killed yeah. or whatever. Like that's the whole thing about it. But also but, a lot of that But time- you don't get any of that kind of nothing nothing is like well it's like you said, John, it's joyless. There's no yeah, there's, there's no element that like you can latch onto and be like, oh, this is kind of... Yeah, and there's no catharsis. There's nothing. Like, because usually what you would do is you would set up, like, all of those... There's a scene when they take the tra- like the visitor woman and, like, he, they're attacking her in the, the diner and, like, one guy's, like, lifting up her dress from behind and then a guy lifts up her dress from the front and then he puts his hands through. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's like, okay, but, like, in... That, you know, that when the hands came through like that, I was like, "Oh, that's kind of wacky." Yeah, and, and I, but that was early on enough in the movie that I thought maybe there'll be but, m- a lot more weird, wacky stuff that'll make it entertaining. But then, like, there isn't. But that's like, but that's like almost like as close as you get to like almost a like Clockwork Orange style, right? Yeah, which yeah. is like, yeah. no, this is all like this. There's a meaning behind all mm-hmm. of this, right? Yes, we're, Whereas we're like, showing these, we're showing these sick brutalizers, but there's an actual commentary We're, yeah like something whereas like the other thing is that you just show horrible horrible stuff and then there's but it's all the, meaningless because the, we nobody is developed in any way at all no, so we don't but, care about the townspeople we don't care about the bikers but what i'm saying about, is that usually you would show like incredible brutality especially like in not like violence but necessarily but like sexual or like whatever violence um like, i mean like not like just like bloodiness but like then you would show that and then the payoff would be brutality at the end mm-hmm. to that, that is done and to come up and towards that is the, done towards the people who inflicted yes like oh like, like a revenge we get to see them get their yeah. just desserts and yeah. this movie just doesn't do it 
Like right. I mean, like they, like I said, they do have the shootout where we see the bikers getting shot like over and over, and that would that would actually be pretty cool. Like we said, if there was any kind of squibs, if there was any kind of like a visceral payoff to it, like it just feels like bad bad uh, stage acting that you're seeing of a guy like miming being shot over and over again twirling around they should have had like adam west like bikers keep coming in because they're injured and then he just like kills them in different ways in his doctor's office (laughs) it would have been cool to see adam west like slit a guy's throat could have been like the doctor is in you (laughs) and then he stabs him with a scalpel Uh, See? Already a all better right. movie. Yeah. <laughs> Can I skip this movie a one and a half and be done? Yeah, no, yeah. you, you got to give all the ratings. Let's, I'm not let's, all the ratings. let's rate it. It's not going to be hard. It takes two seconds. Okay. All right. John? It's a one. One. Okay. <laughs> Overall score, one. Okay. So I guess we all gave it a one. Uh, overall, a one. So let's see where we're at. Yeah, where does it end up on the list? So, it's not tied with anything. Okay. But it is our new second lowest movie. Yeah, there you go. Bumping uh, bumping out what? The Octagon? The Octagon. Ninja, ninja, well, ninja. The Octagon's ninja. a goddamn cinema masterpiece. Uh, you know what? I I bet you if I watched the Octagon now, I'd probably appreciate probably like it more. It. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it's a little crazy. Yeah, exactly. All right, so new, uh, I guess, number 210? 210. Wow. It's the 210th best action movie ever made. Hellriders. You heard it here first. <laughs> Hellriders. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, they can't all be, they can't all be winners. I no. mean, are we ever going to bump, is anything ever going to bump Ballistic X versus Sever out of that last spot? I don't think so. It's, it's hard to imagine. It, it's the... the the amount of money spent on that. Yes, movie. I was thinking about that because I was like, "Is this movie technically worse than Ballistic X versus Sever?" Yes, but like you're saying, John, the amount of money put into that production, the, amount of talent behind, exactly. in front of and behind the camera. Yeah, like you have to take that, that into consideration. It can't just be like, "Does this movie suck?" It has to be like, "Okay, it sucks," and it had every advantage not to exactly. suck. Exactly, <laughs> and the special <laughs> effects are pretty good. Right. Sure. In that movie yeah. too, it's just not it's just used shit. properly. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. yeah, I totally agree with you guys. All right, well, all right, well, I guess that's it. So, um, you can uh, find us on Instagram at Action Action Podcast. Uh, we're also on Patreon at Action Action Podcast. Um, and then, if you're looking for our list, it's on Letterboxd at Action Action. And uh, yeah. I guess we'll see you next week.